What's going on, everybody? This is James Grandmaster Facts Voice, and this is another episode of the Facts Project today. All right, for one, I, look, I'm not even going to do the introduction on this one because this is somebody that I've been wanting to have on the show for a very, very long time, and I'm so very glad to have her here. Patty from the Black Ramen Podcast. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. What? Look, I, I caught you last minute. I was like, yo, I was like, look, if I'm going to do this, like <laughs> for, for one, because I like your takes. I like how for one, I like how honest you are. You're not going to sugarcoat shit. You don't bullshit at all. So when it <laughs> comes to when it comes to topics at large, you deliver a a personality that is widely known through all of us with 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 being blurs that you're very direct when it comes <laughs> to your opinions. So I'm very happy that you're here for today. For the- <laughs> I appreciate it. Thank, right. you. Thank so, you. So now if you can tell everybody, uh, tell everybody what the Black Roman podcast is. Well, what up, everybody? This is Chatty Patty from the Black Ramen Podcast, a.k.a. Madam Straw Hat, a.k.a. This My Pirate Ship, a.k.a. I am the Celestial Dragon. That's it with the a.k.a.s. But... <laughs> Empress. <laughs> for real, for real. <laughs> I appreciate that, King. I see you. Um, <laughs> um, so we're like an anime podcast where we talk about our experience being nerds, our experience in the community, our outtakes on anime and what we love, our passion with no filter whatsoever with a New York swag, I would like to say. And your co-hosts are? Oh, we got Derby, a.k.a. Sexual Chocolate. And we got Sleepy Bree, a.k.a. Sleep, Sleep, Bree, Bree. So, yeah. (laughs) Shout out to them. So for one. First, first topic of business is I wanted to drop some news on you for, for for anybody that's not in the dark. You know, you probably heard about this bullshit. It's pretty much the fact that Scarlett Johansson, because this is the thing. Patty pays attention to comics, too. <laughs> Straight up and down. So Scarlett Johansson is suing Disney for a good sum amount of money because she was promised within her contract that she was going to get money off the theatrical release and the money and I guess the ticket sales that were brought outward. What they didn't promise her as far as renegotiation was concerned was the fact that because of COVID, the movie had to go into streaming as well as theaters, and she did not get that guap off the streaming end. So this, uh, for one, this shit would never happen to Robert Downey Jr., The fact that it's a woman, you know, this is a woman trying to get her cake. They did not renegotiate with her because of the pandemic. They probably would not do this to anybody else. You probably would not have heard it. And the thing is, I'm I'm giving Scarlett her credit because the movie came out. She did her red carpet. She did her interviews. Professional as fuck. And then after it took some time for the movie to basically get off its center. And she was like, oh, yeah, by the way, I'm suing Disney. (laughs) I mean, did you see the can of worms now? Like, what's going on? There's other people that's lined up to sue Disney, too. Right. Yeah. So um, with her, like, she going to get it. She going to get her coin because it's on paper. It's on contract. Right. I think they're going to settle this outside of court. And I totally agree with you. I feel like if it was Robert Downey Jr., this 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 wouldn't even be a factor. It's because of the fact that it's, she's a woman. <laughs> like, but um, 
shout out to Huddle. Like, I'm glad she's doing it. Like, give me my coin, run me my money. Mm-hmm. And and if I was if like, I think based on those numbers, they were supposed to promise her something else too. Like, correct. So I think maybe what a sequel. Well, I don't know how they're going to do this or a series. I'm not sure. I think it was supposed to be a series that was supposed to be deliberated off of her past off of Disney Plus. Like the movie was going to lead into a series. OK, see that. OK, which is probably not going to happen now. No, 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 never, never. never Elena's Black Widow from now on. <laughs> That's it. Like, you think I'm going to have you doing series for me after you just took me to court the other day? Like, nah, I'm not doing that. Um, But at the end of the day, she made a name for herself. Right. So I think she'll bounce back and then she'll be known as the female not to fuck with. Like, but that's the thing, though. I'm kind of worried that they might blacklist her because it is Disney. Right. That's something that we have. That's something that's a a bit of a concern. I hope they don't. So. Is it safe to say that Disney tried to finesse her ass? Oh, yeah. Most left for real. Not. Let me tell you something. Disney tried it with no lotion with this one. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. <laughs> they really try to take advantage of her. Really. That come on. You got it on paper. For them to be so bold and not care that this was on the contract and just proceed as is. Mm-hmm. Like they they pretty much thought they could really get away with this. And I'm happy that she stood up. I'm happy that she was like, okay, I'm gonna take you out of court. That's that's a powerful thing to do because because it is Disney. That's a big name. Like, yeah, you know, and you notice after she basically said that she was suing them, Disney came out with a statement like immediately. It was like, I think maybe an hour. <laughs> it was like an hour after she said that she was suing them. She was like, oh, well, obviously, if she is insensitive to the fact that we had to go into COVID-19 protocols in order to get this movie released. OK, renegotiate the contract. That, that's let, let me tell you something. Disney got mad lawyers on retainers. Somebody got whiff of this and was like, okay, we need a statement. Somebody wake everybody up in these. <laughs> we need to pull out a statement right now. They know what they're doing. Of course, they, it's code red. Mm-hmm. Like one of our own is really shitting on us. We got an image to uphold, even though we're not, you know, the best, yeah. but we are Disney. Like we got everything. And even in that image, Kevin Foggy is upset and embarrassed at the fact that Disney pulled this type of move. Now, the last person that you want to upset is the man that got you all these gold medals. <laughs> mm. Mm. I mean, I, I hope they learn from this, but obviously it's never going to stop. This is just the way the industry is run. This is how it is. Like mm. they pretty much thought that, you know, since you're a woman, you know, just be thankful what coins we give you and keep it pushing. Yeah. So um, I'm glad she knows her worth and she's moving forward. This is amazing. This is, this will set an example for women everywhere to let them know that, Hey, listen, don't take the, sh- don't take the short end of the stick. Know your worth. Yeah. And there's a there's a lot of people, uh, a lot of like naysayers that are pretty much saying, OK, well, 20 million dollars that she received so far is a lot of money. She should be happy with what she got and just go home. No, you could respectfully. Now, nah, let me stop because I don't know well, if it's a children's show. No, nah, no, nah, I'm not going to say no show. The same Yo Gabba Gabba. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> they could respectfully kiss the blackest part of my ass. Like on some real shit. Like, why would you say that? Why would you say that? She worked hard, training, all of that. She died for the soul, the Death Stone. Are you kidding me? For the Soul Stone. No, the Soul Stone. That shit was so heartwarming. Like the right. flip, the reversal shit that she did when um Hawk was gonna fall and she did the re- that shit was fire. Like, mm-hmm. but um, how, how many movies that she's done for Marvel? Like she's probably been in. She was in. She was in uh, Iron Man two. 
She yeah, started. She started movie. there, mm-hmm. and then worked her way forward. She's been in all the Avengers movies. She's in every single one. Every single one. Almost every single one. She finally gets the opportunity to do her own solo movie, which was withheld from her for about like two years. The shit should have came out in 2019. Ben should have came out. Ben should have came out. Finally does. It's probably going to be the only movie that this happens to because it's the only Marvel movie that's got that had to get released on on Disney Plus because they they wanted to move their calendar move forward. It was hey. like, OK, we got the rest of our movies for phase four to, going forward and we wanted to get the calendar out as much as possible. Start this shit off with with Black Widow. We're we got our hands tied. We're going to have to release this theatrically and put mm-hmm. it out through streaming. There's there's a lot of red tape. So you should you should get all your P's and Q's in order so that everybody's happy. Right. Because now Emma, Emma Stone, <laughs> allegedly, yeah, allegedly now Emma Stone is calling for Cruella. She wants her cake. You got Gerard Butler talking about, oh, well, he don't even work for Disney. He like, yo, he was like, my shit came out on streaming like two years ago. I want some some of my money. And it's not like they don't have it. No, they have it. Just exactly. give them what they work. Matter of fact, don't screw them over. You had a contract. Just follow the. This will be a lot cheaper if y'all just did what y'all was supposed to do. Now y'all got to get lawyers. Mm-hmm. Not only that, y'all got to do uh, ground control with social media. Get everybody involved to make sure that y'all are painted in a picture where y'all not just thieves later on. Uh, like, yeah. like, like it's it's crazy. Just pay what what they are owed. These are great actors. To be honest with you, I can't see anybody playing Black Widow. Like that's her now. Mm-hmm. I, in yeah. my head, I feel like she's home and that's how she talks. Like, I, I, I feel like that's her. So it's like she embodied this character. You cannot unsee her for what she is in, in the role that she played in this movie. Like, right. she was one of those that sat like the biggest sacrifice next to Iron Man was her. She's the only female role throughout all those movies. <sighs> the only one. I didn't, it like, went right over my head. I didn't even noticed that. I forgot. Pretty much like, yeah. I mean, unless you get in the end game and of course you had to include the Guardians of the Galaxy. They, they, they got a couple female supporting characters, but pretty much the the majority of the female leads. It's all, it's all Scarlett Johansson. Right. Until maybe we got the Wakanda and, you know, we got to see a Koye for the first time. But the thing is, it's been Scarlett all the way through. That's true. That's so, true. And, and people don't even know that, like, for maybe like a few years, she was the highest paid actress in Hollywood. And regardless of this fact, don't think that she don't know her business. I mean, there's a lot of people that don't like some of the things that maybe she has said in the past. But the thing is, yeah, she, like goes to the show. We're not going to bring that up. Right. That whole deal. Yeah. Where she said where she basically uh, pointed out the fact that she she could be anything she want because she's an actress. Cool. OK. But you're not Japanese. <laughs> 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 so it's based off an anime. Right. It's <laughs> like. Right. That you have no business. But that's like Tom Cruise playing the last time that that still killed me. Exactly. The last time. <laughs> but I feel like this is a big move. Hopefully it starts changing things for a lot of female uh, female actors. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm pretty sure they're going to settle this out. They can't afford to drag this out. Exactly. They cannot afford to drag this out. And the fact that now the head of creative at Marvel, Mr. Kevin Feige, is mm-hmm. upset about this. You need to get right with God <laughs> because the last person that you need to get on their bad side is that dude. That's the bread and butter right there. Mm-hmm. That is the all and all. Like that's 
it's him. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm I'm pretty sure. Like I give it another 42 hours before this thing <laughs> cools yeah, it's down. Like, it's and going silent. And Scar's not going to talk about it no more. And nah. you're just going to understand that she got paid. Yeah. The moment she's like, yeah, you know, I don't want to talk about it anymore. But, you know, you know, God is good. <laughs> oh, no, that check is good, bitch. That check is good. That check, you know, they, you know, the, the calm, they just lean over like uh-huh. this on the interview. Like, you know, that one side, you already know she got the check. She already cashed it. The ink is dry on that check. She is good. She is good. She is good. Hey. <laughs> But in other news, uh, so so Netflix put out a He-Man Masters of the Universe. Basically, it was called Masters of the Universe. Universe. He-Man, Skeletor, you know, Mossman, uh, Tila, uh, Eveline, Duncan, Battle Cat, the whole nine. For anybody that does not know nostalgia, He-Man and the Masters of the Universe, Saturday morning cartoon, yeah. fire for years. Yeah. Then this Thank yeah. you, G.I. Joe. Exactly. Yeah. The, you know, the, the thing is with this one, it was uh, it was pretty much uh, given to the people at Powerhouse Creative, the, the anime makers behind Castlevania in order to do a lot of the animation for this show. And the, the aesthetics fire. Mm-hmm. I give them that. But a lot of people are little up in arms as to the fact that it didn't revolve around He-Man. It revolved around oh. female lead. Oh, okay. So within the first episode, something happens to He-Man. Tila has to carry this whole season all the way through. And here come all the all the motherfuckers talking about, no, I, I wanted to watch this because of He-Man. Who's this bitch? <laughs> <laughs> trolls yo so trolls it, trolls it, it remains to say that are people just that dysfunctional when it comes to a female lead yes even when nostalgia w- is involved yes <laughs> i i told i told <laughs> i didn't let you finish my bad no i i totally i totally think so because it's like Bruh, if the story is well written and it's told and there's action, right? And there's purpose, just let it ride. Just let it ride. You've been seeing the same character for years and years. Yes, it's He-Man, it's nostalgia, but I like when they put spin on things. Yeah. And, and, and to have a female protagonist, that's that's fire. That's fuego. Mm-hmm. Like I, I would listen, I love to see it. I would love to see it. I just don't want. Because of that reaction, I don't want Netflix to stop putting out content nope. to where we see less and less female protagonists. There's already like that's, that's a problem. There's already going to be a season two for this shit. Of course. Of because, course. Because of the cliffhanger that ended ended this first season. Re- so but the, but the thing is, you know, it's, it's just it's crazy. Like we're in 2021. Mm-hmm. Y'all motherfuckers still on this shit. I mean, it's not far fetched. I mean, look at the baby. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> hey, look, look. All, all this man. I look. If, if we're gonna bring that up, let me just let me just say this about him. All, if you are an entertainer, rapper, singer, comedian, and you get invited to establishment to 
perform your art, your craft, perform, thank everybody, walk the fuck off. That's it. That's all you got to do. You ain't got to come out there and fucking say what's on your mind at the time. Like you had way too many mollies in the backstage and just felt like you need to get your points out. I mean, listen, let me tell you something. With that whole incident real quick, uh, that was expected. You know, I'm not expecting him to be like a genius or, you know, uh, politically correct. But that hit right on time. Him? Him? See, I just saw the little slick shit he was doing. Not only... The whole Tory Lane situation too. On top oh, of that, man. like he's Didn't a whole Megan clown. Before, Megan performed right before him. Right, right before him. Who does that? Who does that? Like I don't understand that. Like so, so she, listen. At the end of the day, I'm happy to see this come out because now we know who cancel culture don't mean shit. But I'm gonna let you know right now. A lot of women are gonna think twice about spending their coin into supporting this certain individual mm-hmm. so it's it's sad to see it but i like to see how you are like 24 7 before i know if i could really fuck with you or not and really spend my bread on you because i want to support all black content creators i want to support all black artists but if it's that type of bullshit nah I'm sorry let me keep my coin i got shit to do i work hard for my shit mm. <laughs> so yeah it is it's wild like people tend to tend to forget that hip-hop is a music medium where regardless of what people feel 70 percent of the audience is white if you're a major hip-hop artist probably 70 percent of your audience is white mm-hmm. so that 30 percent of us that supported you through this whole thing and yet you're gonna shit on you're gonna shit on basically a portion of us you know, this going to it's going to feel a little bit different now. Those 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 white fans are going to be like, oh, I'm riding with you. The baby's my, that's my dude right there. Mm-hmm. Love his shit. Right. But for a little bit, because when they stop seeing us, remember, we we trendsetters. The reason you hot is because we made you hot. Uh-huh. We may not be the biggest consumers, but we do set trends. This is true. So, so when the white folks don't see us doing all types of, you know, TikTok videos with your song on it or playing your shit in the club or whatever the case is, you think they still going to be there? Hell no. Unless you like Kanye. That's a different, that's a whole different type of fame. I still, I still can't understand that, but still, <laughs> um, I'm not trying to that, that woo, Kanye. Anyway, um, I just feel like when you get to a situation like that, you need to take a big slice of humble pie and just chill, chill yeah. because the, the way you got it, <laughs> if you don't support the ones that got you there, as far as like the people that really love, the people that really bump your music because they fuck with you, fuck with you, you're not going to be there for long. Because remember, oh. those white folks, they they danced to you because we was dancing to you first. Mm-hmm. So that's it. All right. Now, to continue on. All right. So in the past two weeks, there have been some... Two, uh, two exclusive blur driven com- comic cons that have happened in the past two weeks. Two weeks ago, it was blur con over in DC, Virginia area, DMV. And that went off next. The next week we had dream con down in uh, Arlington, Texas. Mm-hmm. Hope to go one day, but uh, <laughs> you know, Hey, look, hope to go. 
That's, that's <laughs> a long way down. Look, it was. I felt. I. I. I getting tired of looking at the pictures, and I'm seeing all my people, and I'm like, man, I'm getting phone call <laughs> like a motherfucker. I'm like, oh man, you know what? But the uh, the controversy basically around BlurredCon, of course, with the uh, cosplay contest, has stirred up this conversation about if you're going to be inclusive towards the blurred community, you have to be inclusive towards the blurred community only. Now, the door is always open. Like they like like my pastor used to say, the doors of the church are always open. Let he who come shall be received. You can come. <laughs> not that problem. You can come around, see the little sites and everything, but and it's crazy because uh, my last podcast, I actually had uh, the CEO and founder of BlurCon, Hilton George, on the show, uh, basically to promote BlurCon. And all this shit got kicked off. He had to do, of course, rebuttal videos and everything that had happened around there. So it just led to this discussion of inclusivity amongst the Blur community. If you're going to do it, do it. You know, it's like, but when, you know, non-POC people ha- happen to be at your event, you don't have to kowtow and start like fucking doing the shuck and jiving in order to, you know, build up your audience. It's called BlurredCon for a reason. Blur does not mean everybody. Ladies and gentlemen, let me just say this. Blur does not mean everybody. The word was specifically created for people that look like me and this lovely gentleman right here. I'm not saying you can't participate. I'm not saying you can't walk in. I'm not saying you can't just enjoy the festivities, but at the same time, too, this place was invented and created for people that look like us because we never had a place where we can just coexist and just have fun. Remember, we built this shit because y'all didn't want us in y'all shit. So we built our own shit. Pretty much. Right. I at the end of the day, I just feel that this is all the way fucked up. Like this is this is all bad. This is all bad. There's no there's nothing that can really fix this. Mm-hmm. At this point, this is really, really, really bad. How in the mayonnaise did we get a white girl to represent blurred con? Because after this win, she represents blurred con for a whole year. Even if she gave up the title. Continue. Like, like, I'm not happy for that. Like, you should have even been competing. Your friend set you up. It was a joke. Her friend set her up. Like, why? 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 And, 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 and like, and I saw the other contestants. Oh, oh I saw the other ones too. How? <laughs> sway? How? Like, I, I don't understand that. Like, it, you know what? I'm going to just let that be. I just feel like if you want to call it blurred con, just understand what that holds, what that entails. Like, you're making a safe place for people like us. Mm-hmm. To, to to enjoy what we love doing, especially how black people who cosplay get shitted on the worst. We exactly. finally COVID happened. Everybody was everybody was hyped to come to this event. This was like the first big con that everybody in TikTok were like, yo, guess what? I'm gonna meet, I'm gonna meet my shorty in the blur con. We were chatting it up. This yep. is what's going on behind the scenes. And you see pictures of people like right. everybody came together. They was waiting for this. What they weren't waiting for was that hot mess, yeah. that hot mess. And, and the rules, the regulations just, I was just like, yo, bro, really? 
really? Yo, let me tell you something. They would have had to kick me out. <laughs> they would have had to kick me out. I'm not even going to hold you. They would have had to call all security because I'd be like, oh, hell no. This is about that book. Yo, like it would have been, it would have been very awkward for anybody that was around my my, my circumference because this was not going to happen without somebody saying something and it had to be me. I'm from New York. It would have been right. down. I can imagine um, when the winner was announced how uncomfortable it got in that room. Who told her to get up there? Like how how I want to know how her face was when she picked the award when she looked at all of them <laughs> all, all the black people up, just looking at her like people in front of her like with, with, with the gas face like What, we supposed to clap, nigga? <laughs> you think we supposed to clap for you, huh? Get your ass off the stage. Uh, let me speak to somebody real quick. Yo, I'm going to be a Karen for a moment. Where the manager at, nigga? <laughs> Where the manager? <laughs> what's, what's the Karen thing? <laughs> they get the phone and shit? Nah, like, I'm pretty sure. You know that coming to America scene where sexual chocolate is playing and yeah. nobody clap? That's exactly <laughs> it. just walked off. That's exactly what happened. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> I don't understand. And the fact that you have like a rebuttal from one of the judges downplaying another contestant just to yeah. justify that is a problem. That oh, is a trans problem. woman at that. I was like, this is the diverse of the diverse. And you over here giving excuses after excuses as to why y'all picked her. We saw the rest of the contestants. We're just saying that your opinion is completely skewed. It don't, it don't, it, it just, let me tell you, let me tell you this. It just, a situation like this, and I'm, I'm totally serious. A situation like this just lets us know that no matter how good a black female cosplayer is and how great and talented she may be, she will always come second place to a mediocre white woman. <sighs> And that's and that's just that's just terrible. That's, that's just terrible. Bad. I mean, you see the I, I I have reason to say this. You see the other contestants and you see yeah. her. It's, it's it's night and day. The fact that she went to other cons and wore the same cosplay and didn't win anything, but the fact that she went to this particular blurred convention and she won, not just one, she was first place. First place. I I'm still trying to like not listen. At the end of the day, I'm glad that everybody had fun. Yeah. I'm glad that all my black nerds and my POCs were able to get together after this pandemic and were able to just be safe and vibe out and just just enjoy each other's company and presence mm-hmm. during a time where it's unsure. Yeah. So I'm happy for that aspect. But this right here, it it, it man, it got to change, man. Yeah, it got to change. And and, uh, just off that note, like, yeah, I understand that the young lady that was involved got death threats and all this shit. She didn't deserve that. She doesn't deserve that type of backlash because that should be reserved for the people that basically put that up there because they kowtowed to her. She mm-hmm. was, like you said, she was set up. Her, whoever her peoples was that put her up on that say, girl, you should enter. They she said, ain't your friend. For she real. ain't your friend. She <laughs> set you up. She really? set you up. The moment she said, oh, I'm going to hold your bag. Go up there. She set you up. She is not your friend. She is not your friend. Why would you, you do that? Why? You take her off your buddy list, bitch. Word. No, no, no. And that's, and people, let me explain something to you. Understand, 
especially white folks, when you get a pass from black folks, understand that passes for you and your black friend. Mm-hmm. That is not that is not with the whole community. I'm not saying that she wasn't allowed to participate and do her thing, but whatever, how comfortable she is to be able to coexist and do her shit, that's for with her friends. That's for with her peoples. Understand when you come into black spaces. Oh, yeah. You that gonna... shit does not transfer. Mm-mm. No, it does not. It's ain't a bus pass. You're not. Gonna... You can't go from Brooklyn to Queens. You can't, you can't just hop on any. Hell no. Hell no. Hell no. You can't do that. So I just need people to know and understand that, especially non-POC, non-POCs and non-blacks. If you get a pass and you have a friend or whatever, just understand you get passes to do that with them. Mm-hmm. Not with the community. Understand that. And stop inviting motherfuckers to the cookout, man. That's what I'm saying. Straight bro. up. Not yep. everybody should be coming to the cookout, jamming with you, fucking with you. Like, I'm not looking for allies anymore. I say this all the time. Fuck allies. I'm not looking for allies. I want accomplices. I want somebody that's going to be in the trenches with me. I want somebody going to take that hit with me. I want somebody, if we protest, you see a cop coming from me, you go right in front be like, no, where's your manager? That's the that's the type of that's motherfucker scary. I want. That's, that's what I want. That's what I want. Because I don't want to hear, if you got to tell me you an ally, you're not really a fucking ally. Your actions should speak for it. And that, like I said, I don't want no fucking allies. Allies do not exist to me. If you really rock with us, if you really rock with black people, if you really rock with POCs, you need to be an accomplice. You need to be out there in the trenches, getting, getting, being treated like us yeah. to really understand that this shit is unfair. You need to preach, not to me and my black friends. You need to go back home, start educating, re-educating your parents, your family who are racist and let them know, hey, listen, this ain't cool. If no, if we if we all don't eat, nobody should be fucking eating. That's how it should be. Because because in your household, y'all don't talk about racism. We but have no. We have to. We <laughs> have to. We every single day. That's scary to have children, and you have to discuss. All right, this is what we have to do when you go outside. Mm-hmm. If you get pulled over, they don't have to worry about that. Not at all. Not <laughs> at all. Like, yeah, I'm. Mm. But on the other note that next week over at DreamCon, I heard that everybody had a fucking fabulous time. What? What? Let me tell you something, Frankie. Next time, <laughs> right? Right, Frankie? Yeah, this is for you, Frankie, because I know you're going to see this. Frankie, next time, it's me and you in the trenches. I'm telling you, it's me and you all day. And I'm not going to hold you. She, We were supposed to go. I messed Are up. Are supposed to go together? I, yo, I messed up. When I tell you I messed up, I dropped the ball on this one. This is how I know I dropped the ball on this one. I told my brother mm-hmm. and I called. I was like, yo, I, I'm thinking about going to DreamCon. He said, well, them RDC niggas? I'm like, how you know about them? He was like, what? Them niggas is funny. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I was supposed, uh-huh. to, supposed to go. That's how I know I fucked up because he was like, supposed to. I thought you were going. I said, I need to get back to Frankie. I called Frankie. Frankie's like, yo, sis. I don't know, sis. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I should have went. Yo, we gotta go. We're going next year, right? Yeah, yeah. Look, look. That's that's in the plans. <laughs> that's in the plans. Cause um, I was really getting tired of like looking at like everybody's feeds, and they had the parties at DreamCon, the panels at DreamCon, uh, the cosplays at DreamCon. Uh, everybody and their mama's sister's brother was over there. Uh, what, what's the name from uh, Bad Way Food? Oh, um, I know who you talk. Oh, God. Was out there with Frankie. I was like, yeah. Yo, is that? Oh, God. She a baddie, too. I love her. Uh, I lo- love you, boo. 
Linda, Linda, Linda. No, Linda I knew Linda. Was I was just there. checking if he knew. I knew. I knew it was Linda. <laughs> the real Ninja reviews. The eight big clothes podcast was out there. Oh, yeah. I'm like, shout I was out like, to I'm like, my fuck the, the people. I'm like, y'all all formulated and went to Texas. Damn, man. Damn, you know. <laughs> I just want to do. I just want to go hang out, do hood rat shit with my friends. Yeah. Like, that's all. Right. <laughs> that's all I sure. want to do. Now and I'm... they having so much fun. My feed, yo, the whole entire time I'm working. Like... Yep. That was depressing. <laughs> Ain't it, yo? My face just got longer and longer and sadder. Oh my god, I was just so disappointed. But I'm glad y'all had fun. But yo, check mm-hmm. this out. Yeah. I'm coming <laughs> next yeah. year. Y'all ain't ready right. for me. Y'all, I'm coming through with Tim's in the, in the summertime. Okay, I'm yeah. like, yeah. Like yep. you, y'all gonna hear me pull up. Y'all gonna hear me pull up. And I got the Air Force ones, the black ones in my book bag, ready to <laughs> pop <God> shit. <laughs> ready to pop shit. Like, yo. But, but all those all those were added away because now we're we're into our tri-state shit with, with our exactly. conventions. Anime NYC and New York Comic Con will be coming up pretty soon. Oh, I yeah. mean, no, they're not blurred centric, but we tend to invade that shit every day. We are conquering that shit. Are you serious? <laughs> Yo, Have you seen the lobby of Anime NYC? Look like somebody it's cookout. Wild. <laughs> it's wild. Like somebody... <laughs> yeah, I saw a nigga pull up with a whole jumpsuit and Tim's on. <laughs> on Friday, on the first day of the con, I was like, yep, yep, I'm home, yep, yep, this, this is lit, yo, it's, <laughs> it feels so good, Anime NYC was actually our first con, like, two years ago, really, yeah, we did our first episode right after, um, 2000, was it 2019, 2019, yeah. so, can you imagine, like, I had no product, no episode, all I had was a logo, so I'm sitting there pushing, any cosplay I could get, I'm like, yo, listen, um, you should follow my podcast. It's like, where were your episodes? I was like, listen, 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 don't worry about that. Follow, and then when the episode come out, you get a notification, we let you know. He said, wait, this one nigga tried to play me. He's like, yo, you ain't got no episodes, you got a podcast? That don't even make sense. How you a podcast? I said, first of all, first of all, like, I, I really had, yo, I really had to struggle. Why are you trying to disrupt my shine, son? You know what Crazy. <laughs> So hey, wait, y'all, y'all banded together right after that convention. Look, y'all just found a microphone. It was like three <laughs> niggas, one mic. I'm going to hop off. You hop on. No, actually, we did. We had a pretty good set. So we planned everything. So what we was going to do, our first episode was like a recap of Anime NYC. Yeah. So we had mics. We had a mixer. Um, Shout out to Control Freak because he came through okay. and helped us set up with the equipment. And then we just sat there and just... Yo, we were tired, yo. We went to after party. Yo, we recorded on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Sunday. We went to like three after parties afterwards. <laughs> oh, my God. Shout out to Sonic Boombox. They got the best. Yeah, after yeah they do. Yes, they, they do. They got the best after party. Yo, when I tell you I was so hungover, and then we had to meet up at Derby's crib. When I tell you we was like falling asleep. So all that energy you felt when we was recording our first episode, that was capped. That was all cap. Like, if you saw, it, it was all cap. You should have seen my eyes. My shit was shut. I'm like, yeah, what's up? This is Black Ramen Pop. I was done. I was, <laughs> I was, done. there was people sleeping on the couch. We had friends coming in, trying to be like the audience with the participant. They were knocked out. This one nigga was drooling. Like, I'm like, who misses is this? Who's a- <laughs> <laughs> we was- <laughs> yeah. It was, it was, yo, the con was amazing. Our first episode was amazing. It was just, 
I don't think I'm gonna do that again though. Like to to record after a con party in three days, um, oh. two days straight. Oh. Nah, nah. I wish somebody would have told me that, but everybody was like, "Yeah, you should do it." Nobody told me that. Nah, bitch. Uh, you running on E? Nah. I sat there was like, "Yeah, it's nothing. I'm gonna get up, you know, take a shower, drink some coffee. We good." Mm. Bruh, you know how long the mic test like? The, tested the mics. It took like an hour just to t- because I was it. I was I was like, hello, hello. <laughs> like my shit wasn't coming through. <laughs> it took thirty minutes to realize my shit wasn't plugged in. Like that's why I couldn't hear myself. Oh my god, man! I was yo, I was trash. I was trash. Now, now I'm a. I got yeah. a broadcast. Yeah, look, uh huh. Same deal. I got. I see same, you. I see you. This my shit. <laughs> Life flex brought to you by James. Yeah, but but two years later, I mean, y'all are like a go to as far as like Black Otaku podcast. The anime community loves you and everything like that. Y'all been doing y'all motherfucking thing. We've been trying. We've been trying, bro. Really, really trying, and um, we're trying to put out content. And you know, it's a sacrifice to spend hours and hours watching anime to make sure you guys definitely get the just what you need to spend your time on. It's 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 countless work, and we at Black Ramen appreciate that work. Nah, uh, <laughs> you like that segue? You like that segue? Like you know, because the one thing about anime is that it's a lot of motherfucking content. Oh yeah, there's it's- like like One Piece mangas as opposed to One Piece animes are like. That's a lot of fucking library. Yeah, but it's beautiful though. It's beautiful. It's lit. Praise Oda. Praise Oda. <laughs> That's that dude is is amazing. I think, yo, I think if if I didn't um get into One Piece, I would never knew what true anime and manga was because that story building is crazy. Yeah, it's like the same. Like this is what had me fall in love with Marvel so much. It's because of the world building it was so vast and then you got different dimensions like what but that one thing that fucked me up Mm -hmm. when it came to 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 marvel when it came to like the x-men when it came to time travel and then when they do their thing and it resets everything that pisses me off like i had there was all right this is one story where rogue actually gets with magneto okay right they yep. have a son together. Uh-huh. I think it's Age of Apocalypse. Yes. That's one of my favorite arcs. That shit is fire. Shorty bad. She ready to kill whatever's walking like for her man. Like what? Say less. Mm-hmm. And then when everything is set to tone, it's like it never happened. Yeah. I was like, yo, she deserves but love, bro. It's crazy. It's crazy that you said that because there's this thing in comic books called, of course, retconning. Yeah. Where basically if, if you're finished the entire run, we have to reset some shit in order to start the series over again. Mm-hmm. So what they're trying to do now with the the comic movies and the series that are happening, Marvel exclusively mm-hmm. with this Loki series. So it's like uh and did you watch the Loki series? No, I haven't. Not yet. Okay. Not yet. I'm okay. gonna get on it. Okay. No, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, well the, I'll just say this. They had to find a specific character within the Marvel Universe that has the ability to say, well, the only reason that all this shit happened for the past 10, 15 years, the MCU, was because I made it so. I paved the road. Mm -hmm. So they have a character, of course, called Kang the Conqueror. 
who is a time manipulator. You know, basically, he's a, he's a time bandit. But the thing is, he's a very disastrous villain and he controls and does. He's extremely smart and he controls time in his own ways. And oh, he, he's a fake ass bishop in Forge. OK, got you. That, but he has variants of himself all over the place. So you, it may not be him, but it's him somewhere else in time. And then you may be two years from now. You might meet somebody. It was him that entire time. Or over here, you know, like in another movie or something like that. You may have met this person before. That was him. He's been constructing and orchestrating everything. Wow. They're like, the only reason that Tony Stark died is because I wrote the fucking, I wrote this up. The only reason that Thanos got those Infinity Stones was because I wrote this up. I thought it would be a real good story. So I made it. And you guys wanted to like basically snap half the universe and then snap it back. Well, I made that happen, too. I just found that kind of interesting. So I wrote that up, too. <laughs> I'm not going to hold you. That sounds fire, though. Yeah. It's that like, does sound fire. It's basically somebody authoring the book and then telling you to your face. I did it. I did all this. Yeah. It was like y'all thought that y'all biggest foe was Thanos. But who, what, what about the dude with the pen that's just sitting over here, just putting all this shit together? Because uh, because if I don't do it this way, the whole thing's going to go out of whack. Wow. So if, if I don't do it in this particular fashion. Something very awful is going to happen. Is he is he already introduced? He's introducing that Loki series. Wow. All right. So did they say they're going to release issues with him in it? Because I'm pretty sure they're going to do a whole series. Kang, with Kang, Kang has been around since the 70s. No, I'm talking about with him being in oh, absolutely. that universe. Yes. Mm-hmm. Going forth after this Loki series. Absolutely. Okay. Because Kang is known as a bunch of other people. He's been known as uh, Iron Lad, which was the uh, the the mentee of Tony Stark. He was he wasn't necessarily like a student of Tony Stark, but he was so enamored by Tony Stark, he decided to become a sort of like replica young Iron Man, and he mm -hmm. named himself Iron Lad. He was also known as Immortus, who was under the tutelage of these cosmic beings called the timekeepers and learned a lot of things cosmic wise about how to manipulate time through them. Then it was known as Ramatut, which was basically somebody through ancient Egypt who garnered up his own civilization. He was also known as the Scarlet Centurion. He's been known as all these people because he's been fucking with time the entire time. <laughs> that is crazy. Yeah, right. Wow, <laughs> that is crazy. You that'll do pretty good. That oh, will yeah. do pretty good because me personally, I just don't like the remakes of the comics based off the movies. I always thought the mm -hmm. origin stories were better that what came from the graphic novels and the comics. Well, now that, this right here, I fucks with it. Well, now that the multiverse is at play, because everybody has that thing where, oh, you're going to see three Spider-Men in this next movie. What is mm -hmm. the reason for that? Because now the multiversal war is going to happen. So you might see multiples of not only Spider-Man, but of other characters. Yeah. With uh -huh. the Spider-Man when he's Every, like, you. you. <laughs> everybody was like, oh, oh, you. <laughs> yeah. Yo, that, that'll, be, that'll be dope. Because I have my concerns. 
mm-hmm. I really had my concerns because because like I said, Marvel sure. and I fuck with a lot. Yeah. And and I felt like they weren't doing these characters justice, especially when I found out who was gonna be playing Gambit. Yeah. And um I I I mean I was concerned. I was like, bro, y'all just don't care. Y'all just putting out content just to put it out. But I feel like now they're doing their homework. They probably got a whole different like they well, the thing really is, even with this, we might not even see mutants for the next like three or four years. Like they're not they're saying they're not even there yet. I'll wait. That's fine. If yeah. I could watch one piece and read one piece, I wait. Like yeah. y'all got it. As long as it's worth the wait, as long as it does um well, like mm-hmm. as long as the story does well, that's that's fine. Now, what I won't wait for is the DC movies. Like, y'all need to do better. Like, y'all need to have the people that y'all have in the animated movies and the animated yes. series get on staff with the people that's doing the movies. Just switch, just switch, watch magic happen. And I get it, budget levels totally different. But y'all need somebody to really go in on these stories because y'all just shortchanged. It's like somebody just say, yo, just make sure the costume is fly. Make sure they wig is all right. And that's it. Like, I just wanted so much more. That last Wonder Woman, when I tell you that shit was Oh, my God. That shit was toilet. That shit was doodle. Like, I don't know what happened. The only shit that was fire, the only shit that was fire was towards the end where they had the original Wonder Woman just walk out. That's it. My father used to talk and everything. That was a my father used to talk about this shorty. Mm -hmm. My father had VHS with this (laughs) shorty. Like, and then my father would continue to tell me stories about the 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 episode while my mom's there. Like my mom just chilling. I'm like, Mom, you don't feel no type of way. Mm -hmm. It's Wonder Woman. I I don't know. I'm like, (laughs) she already knows. (laughs) She already knows. She already knows. So that was the only highlight. I wanted more, but hopefully, I loved it. Linda Carter, that's my baddie. And she still looked good. Still, still look good. good. What? With that poncho? That shit was flowing? Come on. That was, was that sway? That shit was nice. I was like, oh, look at you. A life likes part to you by Linda Carter. <laughs> <laughs> so I asked, uh, what is in store for the Black Ramen podcast going forth in the future? Well, um, we're trying to put out more content, which are, we actually have merch. Ladies and gentlemen, we have merch. We are now. Huh? I saw the pins that you guys were like drawing up and everything. Yeah, yeah. It's it's official. So now we on Redbubble. So all you have to do is go into Redbubble search bar, put black ramen drip space, black ramen drip. Definitely get that. Um, We got shirts. We got pins. We got mugs. <laughs> Next time you see me recording, I'm a sipping on coffee like, hey. <laughs> hey, I'm a coffee drinker. There, there it is. There it is. But it's not really coffee. It's that, it's that thing. You know what I mean? Uh, okay. Yeah. It's that thing. When you yeah. go on those talk shows, they'll be like, oh, yeah, this the water? And they're like, this shit. <laughs> that ain't water. That's pure tequila, baby. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> That's that yak. <laughs> <laughs> Acting but, up. <laughs> facts. <laughs> But uh, we're trying to put out more content. We're trying to come out to these cons. Um, we're trying to put out more stuff onto the Patreon. And um, that's about it. We're trying to be like roaches, man. We're trying to be like everywhere. Look, I got yeah. I, I got an idea for y'all. And it only because and, and it, it look, this is this is near and dear to me. It's because the anime that you grew up on is totally different than the anime I grew up on. So I always thought. If it was possible uh, that a young troop of 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 great, you know, anime lovers reviewed some of the old shit. 
So get get your people in the house to watch Akira. Mm. Get your people in the house to go watch Fist of the North Star. I saw you. You you know that's my shit. I I know you picked up the manga. (laughs) Yes. I saw you picked up the manga because I was like the greatest fucking manga anime series ever, ever made. That was my first anime, actually. Really? First. Yeah. Fist of the North Star was Uh, my first anime. Jinro the Wolf Brigade. Speaking you know, names, okay. Which is which, right. is which is probably my favorite anime of all time. Okay. Tell them to Valid. go get tell them to go get uh, go get Ninja Scroll. You know. Ninja if, Scroll is amazing. Ninja Scroll is amazing. Your artwork have, amazing. But, but have your people seen Ninja Scroll? Oh yeah, they've seen they're they listen, my people's old as shit. They they <laughs> <laughs> they see the shit they've seen it it's just that we don't talk about it so much because i feel like with the art styles and what mappa's doing oh, no. i don't want people to be like ah no. this is not like you no know, man look introduce introduce your audience to the og shit <laughs> straight up you know what? i'm still like this yes I'll, I'll do that i'll do that i'll do that i'll okay. do that because we there were some amazing titles there was claymore yeah they, oh my God, Fist, Fist of the North Star. When I tell you Fist of the North Star was a game changer for Look, me. That was the first anime and manga series that I saw um, adapted into live action. They did a live action? I even know they did a live action. Wait, how did it look? <laughs> okay. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> That's the thing. This, it, was like, it was like 1994, 95. And, and the thing is, the characters are all set. It was it wasn't no movie. It wasn't a movie that was sent to theaters. It was a B movie because people didn't know the storyline. Oh, so like this I story, see. this story came out and it was Fist of the North Star had all the action in it. Mm-hmm. Probably the lead actor in it. I forget homeboy's name, but he's not a martial arts star. So he didn't do none of his stunts. No, be, but you see the moves happy. You just don't see his face. You see all you oh, like, okay, yeah, all yeah, from yeah. up here, and you see I mean, all the fucking moves happen and everything in the right, like yeah. with the fucking face. My <laughs> you know, this yo. Harsh, yo. He have the eyebrows. That's what I want to know. Did he have the eyebrows? He, he looks, looks just like him. He does. I play you serious? Yeah. I gotta Google this. He, I, are you he serious? Looks just, he looks just like him, straight up. Like Bruh. that. It, I'm, I'm telling you, I watched it. And the thing is, like, I was mad young. I think I was maybe like 13. And damn, 19. I'm tripping. 1980. Damn, was it that long ago? Wow. 1986? Wow. No damn. way. It was yeah. not 1986. I mean, Fist of North Star was, a, was an anime that came out a while ago. A while ago. No, it was one of the that, goats. The anime came out in 1986. The live action one, oof. Yeah, 93. 93. Okay, you was you said 94. So that's not you're not that far off. Okay. Same year Wu Tang came out. Same year Matic <laughs> came out. All right. All right. But <laughs> yeah, plan ain't nothing to fuck with. Go ahead. Word. <laughs> so I mean, that's my that's my suggestion. I put my, my suggestion in the suggestion box. Introduce the OGs to your audience. You know what? That's what I'm gonna do. So I will, we have a thing called Axe Black Ramen. So since you just said that, I will definitely put this on our next episode. Cause this sounds, it sounds very interesting. Let's see what happens. Mm-hmm. Because this is, yo, don't, they don't make stories like that no more. No. Golden Boy, they do not make stories no. like that anymore. 
That is fire. Okay, I'll do it. I'll see what happens. But if anybody could play, I'll be like, well, listen, it wasn't me. It was James. Uh-huh. He, yeah. He told me this. Hey, look, yeah, the, the rest of the cast don't know me. So, you know what I'm saying? Just tell them, like, look, I'm saying. Allegedly, it. they know you. I'm, I'm saying it with love. Straight up. <laughs> you stayed it with love. All right. Fine. 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 But that sounds like an awesome idea. I I really can't wait to talk to the guys and let them know about this. This is awesome. Oh. This is good. OG. Because I need some. No, because I need some. Um older OGs to understand where I'm coming from because I'm tired of talking to uh, and and like I literally have conversations on the podcast and I'll get comments on YouTube like what 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 are you guys talking about what is this and I'm like damn I forget I'm a whole different generation from these folks yeah and so <laughs> yeah but I mean I love the love that I'm getting from the Gen Zers and you know the millennials but I I, I need to man I need to listen if your knees is cracking you my people you my people my knees crack every morning <laughs> every morning that's the day started <laughs> uh, hopefully the 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 show that's going to get me back into anime all right so it was a manga series in the in the late eight, mid 80s to late 80s all the way into well shit the mid the, the late the mid 80s into the mid 90s it was a series called spriggan spriggan isn't netflix bringing that back netflix is bringing it back so it is, I think is it, it out already? No, it's coming out in like a couple months. So Spriggan was my shit when I was super young. Yeah. And it's going to get reintroduced in a new form. Like I saw the trailers for it and I was like, okay. Yeah, I'm fucking ready for this shit right here. Look, I mean, it looked clean. It looked clean, but oh. I don't know. I don't know. Ever since they put, I'm, I'm still a little iffy with Netflix. Ever since right. they did Yas- Yasuke, I was just like. Right. But, uh, that's a that's a whole different story. Y'all should y'all should have had like a fucking four part series about Yasuke. <laughs> we can't we can't talk, listen. No, no, no more, no more, no more, no more. We'll be all goddamn night. Nah, we can't we can't do that because then you know Netflix not gonna want fuck with me. Lashawn Thomas gonna be like, who is this bitch? I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. Shit on my series because I got <laughs> neck warriors and niggas that don't even belong in my storyline. She over here popping shit. Like that type of shit. <laughs> James, what was that? What was that? <laughs> what the fuck was that, yo? I'm sitting here watching this. And I'm like, yo, bro, no. It was no. a it was an ancient civilized African American tale of a young man who was based in Japan who was formerly known as a slave, but unbeknownst to him, mech warriors and fucking magic followed him everywhere. <laughs> That's what it was. You should have said that. <laughs> Just say that. Right. Then you, can, then, then you can follow along with the story. Be like, where did that nigga come from? <laughs> and, and when did he become a side character? And this white little girl is like, ain't nobody coming to see you, Otis. Like, like the, I, think, I, I think somebody somebody actually made it sound sound the best to me. Somebody said that um, LaShawn Thomas created Yasuke almost as a love letter to Japan. Whereas we watch Afro Samurai, it's a Japanese man. I forget homeboy's name who basically loved urban culture and created a storyline based off African-American culture here in America with his little twinge in it. So like those were like the two movies, two shows, like the contrast. And it wasn't like, okay, this is making it sound better. No, it's like. Afro Samurai looks like the movie that I want to see. 
sex. Like what was like, the show that I want to see? The story made no sense. It, it was just I was just like, bro, this this doesn't make any sense. Like I don't have nothing. Like like there's nothing compelling about this act, this character. That's why there won't be a second one. <laughs> didn't they? No, didn't they get uh okay for season two? I think they, they got okay. okay. I thought there wasn't gonna be one. Oh, nah, shit. I think they got okay. They got they got Yasuke merch. Mm. They got Yasuke merch. I mean, look, the soundtrack was fire. The soundtrack, <laughs> yo, Flying Lotus. Shout Flying out to Lotus, look. They they killed that soundtrack. They killed it. They killed yeah. it. But that part- Mappa could have done better. Yeah, like Mappa. No, Mappa Studios did a great job. Mm-hmm. But they they could have wasted. They could have made their time into something else. They could have took their time. And Netflix played them. They played them so. Like, how you gonna pay thirty two dollars per cut? Yeah. 32. You know who should have got $32? LaShawn Thomas should have got $32 for that whole anime. He should have just left. She should have just left. And then afterwards, real writers should have been in that room to let him know, listen, we're going to change the story. The Mechas, nah. And you know what? I'm not even going to hold you. There's nothing wrong with Mechas. We all love Evangelion, Neon Genesis, Code Geass. There's a lot of Mechas out there that are really good. It's just not... even. It don't make sense. No. Even if, like, if he rewrote the stories and made them fit, I probably would have ate that with a grain if of salt. If I didn't know it was going to happen, don't tell me Gundam's going to show up <laughs> if he's not supposed to be there. He was, when I tell you he was so ready to put mechas in this anime, it was within the first two minutes. Ladies and gentlemen, two minutes and 35 seconds, you see the mecha already fighting other niggas in the battlefield. I'm like, wait, hold up, there's a battle? With I like, I like a historical contrast type of movie. <laughs> what? Let me tell you something. If I'm a samurai back at that time and I see a mecha in the middle of the battlefield, yo, just cut off my head right now. This nigga's filling out lasers. Yeah. There's no competition. What am I and doing I'm, here? I, I'm fighting with a stick. <laughs> a whole bamboo stick. A whole bamboo. I just got enrolled yesterday. Y'all didn't tell me this was happening. You said <laughs> we was fighting other niggas that, 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 that fight like us. You did not tell me there was a whole mecha fueling out lasers and shit, and y'all still running to him? This fight like, nah. don't make sense. No, it don't. It really don't. Like, who's doing that? I'm like, you know what? All right, I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt because at the end of the day, LaShawn Thomas is doing some things. Yeah. He's doing things that we um, don't get to see often in the Black community. So shout nah. out to him. I really do. I really, I really do fuck with him. It's just... Yeah, Cannon Busters, yo, I'm, I'm riding for him. I want him to succeed. You know, Cannon Busters was a watch. It was okay. Yeah, was that, okay. exactly. So he's had two attempts. Yeah. And, and and they still keep giving it to him. I'm like, bruh, bruh. The yeah. amount of people that I want to see with. Yo, Netflix, listen, Concrete Comics. <laughs> Shout yeah. them out. Get to Concrete uh-huh. Comics. Their stories is fire. And keep them in the office. Keep them in the studios. Keep them in the in the main fucking executive tables when it's yeah. time to make decisions, when the stories. I don't like that when studios take, they, they pay for the publishing, they take the, the story and they change it from the original uh uh, uh um from the original piece. That's <laughs> that's that's trash. I be I be tight. I'm like, that's not what happened. Well, well, you know, to to his benefit. He probably got up to Netflix offices and then somebody was up there and was like, you know what? This is dry doing this whole historical perspective. We got to throw something in here that's going to like pop something. You know, one of the white boys in that fucking uh, executive office fucked with him and was like mech warriors, wizards, throw it all in there. I don't buy that. 
he get too hard when Mecca's come out because he let us per- he let us know on Cannon Busters what that car. <laughs> like, 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 nah, 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 nah. That was all him. That no, he better eat that. That's all him. Ain't nobody told him to do. Ain't nobody put a bug in his ear. He couldn't wait. I think the first character design there was a mecca all over that first spreadsheet. Oh my god, all over yeah, that first true. spreadsheet. True. Nah, I just, I just want to see more content. And I feel like I, I don't want, I don't want people to think that I'm bashing. No, you know, and and it's not. I it, feel like want you to succeed. We do because I want to see more of it. I, so, we don't really get a lot of black animes like that, and I yep. want to see it done well. Because I, if I have to see another black character with dumb lips, dumb races, um, Mr. Uh, Popo lips. lips. Yeah, I can't do that anymore. I can't. No. I can't. I can't. So, ooh, that's what I wanted to ask you real quick. What's that? Um, how do you feel about Superman? With um, <sighs> wow, really? What with Michael B. Jordan? Yeah. All right. So. It's it's been like in like some weird ass secret, but it was like everybody knew. So I remember seeing that that uh that picture go out with Michael B. Jordan, of course, in the Superman uniform. And then everybody was like, yo, this is fire. This needs to get done. Da, 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 da. And then all of a sudden a year passes and then Tanahishi Coates is going to write the next Superman flick. So then I, I think I made a video about it. I was like, well, we don't know if it's going to be a black Clark, Clark Kent, but we know if it is going to be a black Clark, Clark Kent, everybody's going to be up in arms because DC Comics already has black Superman. There's uh, Val Zod from mm-hmm. Earth 2, which basically probably is who Michael B. Jordan is going to portray. You have Calvin Ellis, which is President Superman, which is kind of like a variant of Superman, too. And then you have John Henry Irons playing steel so you have three supermen that that they basically could portray but they're saying jj abrams is going to go towards this black clark kent storyline and i'm like okay why and it doesn't make sense so then the next news starts to happen where michael b jordan is going to do a separate series based on val zod now that is intriguing Tanahishi Coates has done is a literary giant. He's done Black Panther. He's done Captain America. And mm-hmm. now they're getting him to write Superman. But he's going to write the screenplay for this. I really hope it's not a Clark Kent story. We've already seen that story. We've seen that yeah. story plenty of times. We know how that shit ends. We even know how Jonathan Kent dies. We know how the dog yeah. dies. We, we understand who Martha is. You know. Don't get too far fetched with it. Don't give me an origin story that I've seen time and time again. That's why I always said with the Fantastic Four, do not give me that same origin story. I know how they become who they are. Yeah, I'm tired of it. Yeah. So it's like you have to give me an entirely new story, possibly with a new character. And then I might be able to ride with it. Right. I mean, this is where I feel like writers get lazy when it comes to creating black characters. They rather just take. The mm-hmm. white characters, the white superheroes, and just blackface them. That's it. Right. And that's terrible because we just so fucking phenomenal. Like we mm-hmm. just give us a chance. We'll we'll say, matter of fact, we're not asking to give us a chance. Yeah. We're just doing it. Fuck it. Um, this is a big, big play. Like Hollywood needs to understand. Like, if you want to create black superheroes or want to put them in the big screen, do not. 
I repeat, do not just take a white character and just blackface them. That's it. Don't do that. We have our own story. We have our own struggles. And please, no more, no more trauma porn. I don't want to see none of that no more. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I want to see victory. I want to see triumph. I want to yeah. see just pure swag, awesomeness. And, and it's not like we don't have characters. We don't. If listen, if you don't, if you don't know the characters, ladies and gentlemen, Milestone Hollywood, check out Milestone. Yeah. Check out Concrete Covers. Like we have them. Yes. It's just I'm not looking I got, for. Them I got into a, I got into an argument with somebody in the comments uh, based on because there's going to be a um, Batman un, um, unleashed. It's going to be a Spotify podcast about a Batman story. So they're going to utilize a, a Batman story and do a, a audio version of it through a podcast. The voice of Bruce Wayne is a black man. It's Winston Duke, actually, from Black Panther. Ooh, okay. so Winston Duke is going to be Bruce Wayne. You will never see his face, but it's an audio driven podcast based on a DC comic. He is voicing Bruce Wayne. Everybody's up in arms. You know, oh, black guy doing Br- Bruce Wayne. You're not going to see him. Are you serious? Yeah. Why, why are they upset? Y'all yeah. wasn't upset with Darth Vader, right? Absolutely. Pulled the, pulled the helmet off as a white man. Been yeah. a black guy's voice the entire time. The whole time. Straight up and down. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Wow. So, you and know. his voice smooth like peanut butter. I like that. <laughs> it's smooth. I want, I want to see that. I want to so, hear that. So, uh, so that came out and basically, you know, people start um, drawing up those. What you're saying. They're saying, mm-hmm. you know. Writers are getting lazy when they start race swapping characters. I wish that there was black um, black comic book characters that were created originally out there that I could that I could. And of course, I replied with every single indie comic that I know. Blah blah blah. Concrete Comics, Dream Fury, Fury Comics, Okamis by T.J. Sterling. There you go. Uh, this entire catalog that I got behind me, Stranger Comics. Uh, yes. Shout out to Dumb. They're uh, amazing. Night, yeah. uh, Night, Nightfall, Eton Comics with Jember and everything like that. Uh, the, the Lost Children of Andromeda, uh, Time and Salvation. All yes. these, all these ones. And it was like, well, how come the big two doesn't do it? Because the big two knows that they're going to make the most money, the most money off of their current stable of characters. And when they are tired with their current runs, they're going to race swap them and just go through it again. Because guess what? Kids buy more Superman and Batman shit and Flash shit than any of the other characters. Like I could give you Mr. Terrific from from DC Comics. I could mm-hmm. give you Static Shock and basically who's now getting written in the DC Comics is finally. You know, final fucking finally, finally i could give yeah. you these characters but the thing is are you gonna buy them you know who batman and superman kids are two years old and know who batman and superman are yeah you know what i'm saying so it's like no i think you're not giving i mean i don't know i think with the generation we have now we're not giving them enough credit yeah i think if you put out that content they will eat the shit up right yeah. now the, what a time to be a fucking nerd like yeah, the I, way disney true. is handling this true. shit with all like it's amazing this is like i never dreamed that I would see we're this. being spoiled most definitely i never dreamed that i would see that i've never no. i never thought i would see monica rambo no. i never thought i would see her in all her natural glory yep. that's a bad bitch right there yeah. i never thought i would see natural her hair her. out there all, all of that just she smells like she smells like coconut oil you with, with some shea butter. Woo! Telling you. But I'm just saying, like, now we at a time where they're pushing out. They're pushing out this content to us. Yeah. Pushing it out. And, and, and 
we're eating it up. They're getting their coin. But they need to understand there are POC characters that need to be showcased. And we have them. Of course. Do not just sit there and just take a character. Like, believe in the fans. The fans are now following slowly but surely becoming the mm-hmm. masses. Yeah. They will tell you when something's trash. They will tell you. You know how I know the world's changed for the better when it comes to Marvel and DC shit? After the end of every Marvel and DC movie, whether you notice or not, nobody gets up. It's true. Nobody gets up after they the wait credits. For the, they wait for the post. They, exactly. I was doing fans. that. Real, no, no. Everybody's doing it now. Everybody's doing it now. Like, there was this one lady I heard. I was like, why, why is everybody still sitting down? Yeah, yeah. No. I've had that happen to me, too. Yeah. I was like, bitch, that's not even the real movie. This is the movie. This is what we came here for. Like, are you kidding me? This is how you know the industry has gotten us. And now they need to supply. Mm-hmm. We made a demand. True. Let's bring it out. And there's so many great characters. Listen, I sat there and looked up so many Black characters that Marvel has put out. That they don't because they're all side characters, of course. Yeah. But if you were to dip into them, oh my God, their stories are phenomenal. Like you would, and then top it off, just because they're side characters means that you could play with them more. Yes. So you can actually build and shape the type of world you want them to come from yes. and their struggle and their their goals and their triumphs. Like yeah. they're just being lazy. You could introduce us to a cat. Like you thought I was gonna really sit there and watch. Jessica Jones. That first season was amazing, though. I gave it a try. That shit was, I was like, what? What's his name? Kilgrave? Oh my God, uh, the greatest villain I've ever seen in the show. True. Are you kidding me? That nigga was in denial for like the whole. Se- it's like, what? You didn't love me. What? I let you breathe. I thought, like, it's amazing. You could play with this, but I feel like writers are now being fucking lazy. Yeah. They just, studios, they're just like, yo, we just want to push it out there because they're going to come. Mm-hmm. And that's true. We are going to come as much shit as I talk that I hate the fucking um, endgame and shit because of the fact, well, that whole shit, I didn't really hate it. It's just that I wanted to see Adam Warlock and I didn't get to see him. But at the end of the day, I'm going to leave it. And Lady Death. But I'm going to let that go. Easter egg and Guardians and of the too. Because you that saw was, Easter egg. That was a teaser. That was a yep. teaser. I thought he was coming out. I thought he was going to come out. I thought he was. And then top it off. Remember, he split into two. He mm-hmm. split into a shorty and a black. That was a black dude. You saw the fro? Mm-hmm. The old image? Magus. Yeah, man. Oh, well, anyway, um, we are out here. Just give us the supply. Just give us the supply because there's a demand for it, especially now where we have POCs and, and blurs coming out really saying that, yo, we fucks with this shit. This is now becoming pop culture. There's no reason why you still feeding us these same white superheroes. And now you think you finessing us by just, oh, let's just put a little put a little light skin in it and put a little curl in his hair. And it's like, matter of fact, let's do this. And then mm-hmm. it'll cater to all the POCs. And hey, yeah, we like the black folks. No, no, give me give me milestone again. Yeah. Like, not again. Give me my stone how it originally was. Yeah. Give me give me that. Look, and, and I'm glad you said that because shout out to David Kirkman, who basically released his own static movie and now just released his own hardware movie on YouTube. Did it himself. <sighs> what a day to be fucking alive. Yo. I'm That's just work. telling you, it's amazing. I just Icon of Rocket One just got released three days ago. Uh, comic. Icon? Are you serious? Yeah, it's a DC you, comic now. That's crazy. DC didn't want to fuck with them back in the day. Oh. Like they was, they was like, all they did was tell them what they could and could not put out. 
They had a whole building and everything. It's been 30 years since they put out an icon and rocket book. And it just came out first issue a few days ago. We're at, we're at static issue two. We're at icon and rocket one. That's amazing, bro. That's mm-hmm. amazing. I just I, I want to see more of this. Have faith, yo, have faith in us. We carry this. And they got an anime artist to do the art for static. Stop playing. Mm -hmm. I would look, it look clean. Nicholas Draper Ivy, who basically did Exogenesis for Noir Caesar. He does, he's doing all the artwork for static. Are you serious? Yeah. That's amazing, bruh. That is so, see, see, (laughs) look at God, ladies and gentlemen. Uh-uh. <laughs> that is awesome that is awesome i love to hear news like that bro that means, I, I just want to see more of it i, I want to see more of it and you will I, I and i'm waiting for it i'm waiting for it this is the type of stuff that i live for and i'm 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 excited i'm excited right. well patty tell everybody where they can find your podcast and how they can reach you if they want to see any episodes of black ramen podcast I'm glad you asked, James. You can <laughs> No, you set me up for that. You say you say you act like I was going. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Black Ramen Podcast is on YouTube. We do have a YouTube channel called Black Ramen Podcast. We are on Spotify, Black Ramen Podcast. We are on Apple. Yes, Apple. Black Ramen Podcast. Follow us on Instagram. Um, Black Ramen underscore podcast. We do have a Twitter. Follow us on Twitter. Uh, we got we got a Twitch. So y'all can see me try to play Apex. I'm not saying I'm the best, but you know, I get a kill every now and then. Mm-hmm. Now I'm lying. I'm lying too. I'm trying, guys. I'm trying. I'm trying. But my commentary is hilarious, though. I'm not gonna hold you. But um, thank you for having me on the show. Thank you for all the support. Uh, I appreciate you. Right. And for everybody that's listening, um, don't forget to check out our merch at Redbubble. So you can our, our logo's pretty fire. So it is. It is because it is the Black Ramen podcast. It's literally, it's literally got the girl eating, having her ramen for the day. Right, right, right. Shout out to Steve. Thank you, Steve. SND1129. He made the logo. And thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so for everybody here at the Facts Project and for Patty and the Black Ramen podcast, thank you, everybody, for joining me here. We are out. Out.